Hello again, and welcome back to the show. I go by the YouTube handle Anubis2814, and today we're going to be discussing anarchism, an idea most people think of as chaos and disorder, but actually was a long-held solid ideology forgotten by most Americans that competed with socialism and communism and capitalism in the late 1800s. The average person didn't know as much about it in the U.S., but as anarchs vary on how much violence they feel they should use, there were bombings, assassinations, and William McKinley was killed by an anarchist. The robber baron-owned government was able to blanket attack all anarchs with the same brush, and they fell out of history for the U.S. as a weird, silly phenomena, and only with the resurgence of punk did we hear about it again, but most of us viewed it as a childish notion. The following script was written right after I read and reviewed Anarcho-Syndicalism by Rudolf Rocker, an anarchy theorist. Since this video was written, I have gotten some of my anarch friends to better frame and state their positions, and the YouTube user Noncompete has been the most succinct person to clarify the anarchist position and how the world would work in a real-world system. I have a few disagreements with him, but it is much better clarified, and I highly recommend watching his series on how anarchism would work, link in the show notes. This week's video is not so much a review of the book, but setting up the problems in the modern anarchist movement and framing the debate on the issue. Next week, we'll actually do a deep dive into the actual book and go from there. Here we go. So the script for the following video was written probably about six to nine months ago, and a little bit of it, it might be outdated, but I'm still going to go with it. Essentially, my thoughts right after I read the book Anarcho-Syndicalism. So after a rather contentious debate with some anarchs about the merits of violence, I exasperatedly asked for information on issues I had with the entire consequential problems of using violence. If you remember my previous video, I am 100% philosophical anarch, but only 75% political anarch. I asked for information to my issues with anarchism. I got nothing, in fact, less than nothing, from any of the anarchs I knew. They seemed utterly incapable of explaining their positions when actually asked hard questions as opposed to superficial ones. But at one point, they recommended Anarcho-Syndicalism by Rudolf Rocker. After reading Rocker, I'm even more convinced that the current anarchist movement is going to limp along for the next century going nowhere unless they seriously change tack and learn to educate, communicate, and organize. Mind you, most of the practical information they should be spreading is abstract and purposely hidden knowledge that requires skills most never have the practice for in the US and UK, though some is known and practiced by older people in France, Spain, and Germany. Before I go into that, while Rocker did not convince me to become a full-on anarch, he did convince me of the merits of syndicalism, which is just a step above mutualism. Mutualism is where the workers own the company in a cooperative fashion and have controlling interest over it. I have made several videos on how the corporations were banned from the U.S. for the first 100 years and how companies should be treated as patents, slowly having their ownership transferred over to the workers via profit sharing. Syndicalism is the next stage up. From that, where every company is unionized, as is every field of labor, and as unions are democratically controlled, we could just do all the elections through them and replace the government with a federation of unions who mutually interact with each other and negotiate out the best terms. 
I can see this federated syndicate replacing one of the houses of government and severely replacing the need for a lot of what government provides just as mutualism would. One of the things I strongly agreed with him about syndicalism versus especially American unions is a union or syndicate should not only be a group fighting for their rights, but also educating them on how to be involved and be politically active and organized, which Taft-Hartley here in the U.S. effectively caused a slow bleed brain drain on these issues, turning unions from a growing political powerhouse into a stifled bureaucratic institute of a privileged club two-thirds of the nation could never get into and resented, and unions came just to be viewed as full of lazy people, unable to be fired, and run by the mob, all of which have some truth and merit, all thanks to the Taft-Hartley Act, but I never hear anyone demanding its repeal. Regardless of if syndicalism is even a possibility, most of the pro-anarchs on YouTube are kids fresh out of college, and incredibly bad at explaining their position, and even worse, only talk about theory and nothing practical whatsoever. Only 25% of what they talk about should be anarchist theory, and do it in a way that I explained, as opposed to the extreme vagary that I had to go read a book to understand, and quickly explain in a way that the average person can get. I have more videos I can link out about mutualism if you need further information. 75% of what anarchs need to be talking about is not the merits or theory of anarchism, but the nitty-gritty of how the fuck do you create, organize, educate, and participate in a union. And I don't think they know that either. I sure as hell don't. That is forbidden knowledge here in the U.S., and we have only 10% union membership here, now mostly thanks to automation and some globalization, as Marx predicted. As unions are the very core of the Anarch's plan, this information is essential to every single facet of their plan, and they wouldn't explain that to me, much less how to unionize or push through anarcho-syndicalist ideas through in my union if I just so happen to be privileged enough to be in one. Older people in France, Germany, and Spain are well-versed in union organizing. In Germany, most skilled jobs have unions baked into their shops, and everyone gets a chance to learn how to organize and lead their local union. Participation is part of their job, and they get paid for it. It is a form of mutualism light. Anarchs love to tout the Mondragon Corporation, a worker-owned cooperative company in Spain's Basque region but it's mutualism at best and not even close to anarchist, as it has never ever come close to spook people in power or take an anti-status position. It not only operates now under the current Spanish government in spite of the Basque nationalist sentiment, it also happily operated under Franco. It's a brilliant system, even teaming up to help unionize the peasant farmers instead of creating a special upper class of unions versus non-union divide. But is mutualism and maybe, maybe syndicalism light? If anyone knows of some of these French, German, or Spanish union workers who can help explain their organization, structure, and jobs in English on YouTube, I'd love to hear it. I did secretly contact the AFL-CIO and the WWI for one of my previous jobs where massive discontent and low pay made the situation right for unionizing, but they were absolutely useless about getting back with me. I feared for my job and tried to be as anonymous as possible. My current job is so big and well paid, I can't begin to see an opening for unionizing. It's just not going to happen. So, if you're an anarch and talk about anarchy on YouTube, please figure out how to communicate better and find out how to explain the nitty-gritty of basic unionizing. I've watched Bad Mouse Productions and now can't tell what anarchism is in politics actually means as he seems to fluctuate over time to a more socialist and status position. If you're in the Anarchs Network, see if you can find some of the old continental European union workers and organizers to catch you up on it. 
My What is Activism channel was just that. I had to throw myself into the confusing mess of what is organizing and activism and figure out all the hidden knowledge that America likes to keep from its people about the political power they have and how best to get their ideas moved forward. And that's just a first step in a much wider world of activism. I have not even begun to go, as I sadly can't organize my way out of a paper bag and pass this info easily on to others, or make them interested enough to listen, because it's so confusing or abstract. I was working last year on a phone app, but my Android skills are weak as hell, and the free classes are either super easy beginner or super extreme advanced. But now that I've found MIT App Inventor, I'm working on that. I also made a board game, and I still have to beta test a few times, but I don't really enjoy board games, and therefore can't find people to test it, so it's been on the back burner. And this is all on me. There is so much I don't understand, but I know more from experience and digging from throwing myself into it and being active. Which is why I just talk about political theory maybe 10% of the time while focusing on the system we currently have, as opposed to talking about how noble overhauling the current oppressive system through violence is without even beginning to understand the nitty-gritty of how to replace it. It's why anarchs are stereotyped here in the U.S. as just being anarchs because they're lazy and would prefer to bitch about what's wrong with the system, as opposed to doing the really hard work it takes to change things. Violence should be the last resort only when all the other methods that require hard work fail, and if they suppress the methods. If you're an anarch and truly want to change things, you need to stop talking about theory badly and get your hands dirty understanding the how of your idea, not just obsessed with the idea itself. You can still do that, but that should be a microscopic level of what you talk about compared with the how. Without union know-how by the average person, leftist anarchy is dead in the water, and I sadly don't know the first clue of how to help. I'm in science, which is either grant-based and at the mercy of the government, or a giant company like mine, which pays really damn well, so I probably will never get that kind of experience needed to explain it. If you're serious about it, stop bitching and get learning and explaining. You, the individual, have to be the front lines of anarchism, and not just the abstract, but in making that shit happen. Or you can just bitch about the current oppressive system. That's cool too, I guess. In the next video, I'll actually do a formal review of Rudolf Rocker's book. And I hope you stick around for it. So like I said, I have since found non-competes video series and you should definitely watch it if you want to know even more about the subject. Next week I will be actually reviewing the book and how impressed I am about the organization of early anarchs instead of complaining about the disorganization of modern anarchs. Please subscribe, and if your podcast site has the option, give me a like or review. If you think what I have to say has informed you, consider supporting my Patreon. I'll be doing this podcast weekly and try and get it out about the same day, so I hope to see you here next week, ready to be filled by new ideas. Take care. A big thank you goes out to Elias Garcia Guevara and Joe Taylor, who sponsor the show at $10 a month at the Wapawet level on Patreon. Please consider donating as well if you can, and thank you all for listening.